Let's get this thing started. All right. Um, Yo, everybody. It's uh, Robin and Clifton. Real talk up? views. We are doing our very first episode. Uh, today we're going to be talking about fatherhood. Clifton, what's good, man? Hey, not much, not much, man. We got a lot of news to talk about real quick. Um, but I want to, like, Robin and take the floor real quick about, you know, on, on some of the subjects that we've been, like, collecting throughout the whole week. And, um, yeah, man, I just want to, um, uh, I'm going to let Robin start off real quick on this. Yo, yeah, appreciate it, Clifton, man. Yo, everybody, like, me and Clifton, we were talking a few days ago, and we are like, okay, what would be a, fir- a first good topic to chop things up with? And we were like, you know what, Dwayne Wade, and how's he go- and how he's going about uh, his son situation? That's something that was uh, close and dear to me and Clifton's hearts because both of us are from Miami, you know, raised over there, and we're diehard Miami Heat fans, and we were Dwayne Wade fans. But me and Clifton, we would both, we, you know, we both feel that Dwayne Wade could have handled the situation a little bit better, and Wait. you know, we're concerned right now about masculinity and the direction that it's going. Because, honestly, we feel like maybe Dwayne Wade doesn't necessarily like the direction his son is going. Um, And, you know, and, like, what I feel personally, like, my perspective is, like, you know, masculinity and father, they coincide with each other. And when masculinity gets tarnished or diminished, fatherhood effectiveness dwindles with cracks of inconsistency, how, um, like, you have... Right now, we're at a crisis in this world where women feel like they can tell men what um, what a man is, but they're not men themselves. They're just women. You know what I mean? Like, only oh, yeah. a man can tell another man what it takes to be a man. And, I, you know, one thing that I'm trying to figure out is, like, um, like why, is, why does Hollywood feel that they're the standards for the whole world? You know, the moment Dwayne Wade got stepped foot in Hollywood, it's just a whole different person. <laughs> when he was in Miami, he never heard anything like this. Like, it's uh, it's really crazy to me because I don't agree with their standard. I don't agree with their foundation. You know what? If people want to be um, gay, whatever, I'll show them respect. But at the end of the day, I'll never agree with the lifestyle. And I will not be ashamed or scared to be true. Um, period. Um, go ahead, Clifton. You can, you can go ahead and chime in on this if you want to and uh, say what your thoughts are. So yeah, that's something something I do agree with Robin. Everything he said, I really we, none of us like honestly. I really don't care if you're gay. It's the same thing how some people who are not racist or you know being white, they they really, they really not they really don't care if you're black or you know or Latino or anything like that. It just the fact is when you're gay and everything, cool, just live your best life, okay? At the end of the day, but when you're trying to influence little kids at a young age, like at, at a serious young age. That's an issue that I don't like. Now, lately, I already said it before that, you know, they influence, like they, they influence kids at a super young age in movies and, um, and like, games and TV shows. They're doing a lot of influence that's, um, that's, like, unnecessary. And they're trying to do the big bucks Hollywood. They're trying to promote these type of stuff. You see Marvel's trying to promote these internals with um, all this crazy stuff, uh, like, you know, they just mentioned that the, one of the main characters, they're going to have uh, gay characters in the movie Internals. Why do we need to know? None of us didn't care, don't know why, and it's, not, it's unnecessary. And that's the direction that but, they want to... Oh, oh, sorry. You, you, you were going to say something, I'm still, Rob? I'm still, Clifton. I'm still... No, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. Sorry. 
the thing is, one thing for sure, like, we don't, like I said, I can't stress this enough. None of us do care if you're gay or not. But the thing is, even um, people like Little Booty and Swaggy P from the uh, from the NBA player, he said to himself, if you're 18 or 20, even 21, that's his life, let him, let him live. But he's only 12. He don't even have the right to make those type of decisions. And that's the thing that most parenting needs to stop, like, Yes, I know kids wants to um, make a decision in life. Cool, you could be gay all you want, but we don't want you to push to the point where you think that you're a girl. Like you need to have some straight facts in your life mm-hmm. that you're not a girl. You will never will be, and it doesn't matter if you even try to be like one. You're not a girl. They like, embrace who you are first for the you know for the time being, and then when you you know, I don't know maybe after you hit puberty, like you know you could actually. Haven't made decisions to call yourself one, but until then, you are who you are, and that's one thing I just don't understand. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Clifton. Like, like that shit is that shit is just this shit is just dead, man. Like, like honestly, I feel like um, first of all, what Dwayne Wade's doing, it's wrong on multiple multitude of things. My man, you gonna have a twelve year old tell you what who they are and what they want, and they're only twelve? I'm just trying to think back how I was when I was twelve. I didn't know a damn thing about life about sex, about things in my body. And, and Clifton, you, you're right, man. Like, they are pushing that shit a little too hard in it, and it's affecting the way the kids think. They're like, okay, so who am I? Am I, am I, am I supposed to be gay? Am I, am I straight? Or, like, what's, what's, what's going on? And it's too much pressure for a child. And it's like the, the world knows what they're doing, but they're just, they don't care. They don't care. And I would really like uh, to know how oh. Dwayne Wade's ex-wife Copious. feels about this situation, how Dwayne Wade's ex-wife feels. Because Gabrielle Union, it doesn't matter what she says. At the end of the day, she is not Dwayne Wade's son's real, you know, biological mother. Like, she's not. So I would really like to know, like, how she actually feels. And, and um, with Swaggy T and Boozy are saying, those are like some real men. Like, yo, you got you to gotta understand, um, real men, the real men are under attack in this world. They want to shut our voices out. They did that to Kevin Hart. Like, you remember Clifton? Um, he had yeah. a show, he Netflix documentary where he had to apologize to gay people about what he said 10 years ago. And it's like, yo, my man okay. already did that shit. Why the fuck does he have to do it again? Why the fuck does he have to do it again? Like, oh, how much you want people to kiss their ass? And, the thing, and, and, and that just bugs me because he's scared if he doesn't do it, his bag gets tarnished. There's going to be a hole in his bag. And he won't be in. He won't making the bread anymore. And when are we gonna stop making decisions based on money and we can make our decisions based on principle? When does that change? When are people gonna quit being scared? Like, man, stop making these people determine whether you make money or not. If they if those fans disappear because you don't support the games, you don't support the games. It's whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, scary oh, like you're still gonna be successful regardless. Don't be scared about it. Stand for what you stand for. Stand for what you believe in, but quit changing it just to satisfy people for a couple seconds. Like, come on, man. Let's have balls. Men have balls. We're not scared. We stand up for what's right. And you believe it or not, there's some strong women that are that stand right beside us, kids, and they believe in what we uh, believe true. in. Uh, yeah, so, I've seen this on the um, the shade room where you, you see a lot of people make comments about um, what they um, like put up of saying, you know, trying to um, promote this type of agenda. Um, but doing with his um, so-called daughter, and the uh, women's like, that's not the same. It, the same. The same. This never be it. If you look at and, and like, it's so, it's so deep, man. 
Like right now, you got women who feel like they have to look like these celebrities, so they go get plastic surgeries. They gotta go get their booties done, their titties done. They're they gotta look like clowns. Gotta put two pounds of makeup on their damn face. Like like come on, man. Like this is the crisis that we're in right now. And then the, you got women who feel like if they don't look like that, they might as well kill themselves or they're ugly. Their self esteem gets shot down uh-huh. because we're not being realistic. We just. We're going by, I like, I'm just so, I feel bad, but this is just the truth. I'm kind of blaming Hollywood for this because Hollywood's out of control. Hollywood is out of control, man. I like At one point in time, my wife and I were like, yo, you know what? Maybe we should move to Cali, you know, maybe one day. Because, you know, it looked nice. You look at TV shows, you look at the cribs, and you're like, yo, Cali, oh, no. that's where it's at. But then we changed our mind because we were watching, growing up hip-hop, we were watching the standards of some of these people. We're like, oh, hell no. Nah. Like little Romeo's a little fake guy, dog. Like, like, uh, like I always used to think Romeo's real, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to be around that. I don't want to be around that. Like, this, you got guys with black nail polish. I don't want my daughter to see some guy in black nail polish. Like, what? Promoting what is that? Not the rock stars, but they're promoting this type of shit. Okay. Oh uh, yeah, like, like this shit is getting out of control, man. The nail polish shit is is dead. That's not what a real man is. Like, first the niggas grew dreads. Okay, never. They're just growing dreads. Some guys believe if they grow dreads, they're gonna be stronger than they were when they, um before they had. Oh, yeah, that's they're following Bible, uh, from the Bible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. following Samson from the Bible, kids. <laughs> Yo, uh, I mean they're believing that. Um, I mean it's it's a it's a cultural thing when they grow dreads, but look. The way how they try to portray the dreads um in America, some how some of these guys are doing it. They they doing a little too much, I think. But that's another story. Um, I think that the best thing I could say is that you know there's there's too many guys that are trying to do um for, for like feminine like feminine trying to exploit the feminist um side and it's a little a little too much on, on the like you know I understand everybody have a masculine and a feminine side but they exploit too much as feminists way too much. Right, and 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 Clifton, let me uh just say this real quick something that I've seen um on uh that I actually got on my uh, phone for some notes, kid, about um, how crucial it is for fathers to be in their kids' lives. And, and if you are a father and you are, and, and you know, you're for some reason you're scared to be a dad and you're like, you kind of disappeared for like a week and you're just like, I'm not going to do this, I want you to reconsider. And look at these facts. And these numbers are deep and numbers don't lie. Check this out, Clifton. 63% of youth suicides are from fatherless homes. Did you hear that, Clifton? 63%. And that was a study uh, from the U.S. Department of Health. Wait, I'm going to keep fatherless home. There are some uh, fathers that go suicide themselves because they go through so much stress where, you know, with this whole child support situation. But that's another story, too. But I believe, oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. You're right, man. I, um, in, in, go ahead, bro. Oh, I was gonna say because I, I just have a couple stats just to throw in over here in this um in this conversation, kids. And ninety percent of all homeless and runaway children are from fatherless homes. That's thirty-two times the average. That's another study done by uh U.S. Department of Health uh sentence, um census. And then eighty-five percent of all children who show behavior disorders show show um I mean my my bad. Eighty-five percent of all children who show behavior disorders come from fatherless homes. Now, that's 20 times the average, and that's from the Centers, Center for Disease Control. And 80% of rapists with anger problems come from fatherless homes. 
and that is and that was from uh Justin Behavior, volume fourteen, and that's from page uh and that's on page four oh three. And seventy one percent of all high school dropouts come from fatherless homes. That's crazy, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like it, it is crazy, kid. These stats are just um unbelievable, man. But yo, that's how crucial it is with a father in the uh in the in the household, man. And so if you are a dad and you're or a man and you're scared about, you know, being a father, here's what I recommend. Like, yo, first of all, get back in the child's life. I know you're scared, but get some get some counsel, get some help. You may have a homeboy who is a father and he can help you out throughout the process, but don't run away. I'm telling you, your child is gonna need you. If you have a daughter, she's gonna want to kiss. If you have a daughter, she's gonna want to know what it's um what love from a real man is like. And the first person must demonstrate that is the father herself. Like it's the father of that daughter. You understand? Like and then for boys, you um boys they want to um compete for somebody. Boys they want to get a compliment for someone. They want to perform for someone, and that's usually their father. So don't that's run that. away. If you are a man, don't run away. Turn back. I, I'm telling you to turn back because that is going to be a guilty conscience in, in yourself if you run away from your duty as a father. If you're going through some child support stuff, I understand, man. That, that stuff is horrible, man. If I were you, I would buy um form a business, get into a business or something where you can make a lot of money, afford some good lawyers, and maybe um kind of change that situation to make it a little bit more bearable for you. So you can still be there for your kids because you do not want to not be in your kids' life, regardless of what the baby mother feels. Regardless, fatherhood is a privilege. There's a lot of people that wish they could have kids and they can't. So don't take that opportunity lightly and don't take it for granted. Go ahead, Clifton. Bob, I just want to say one one, one thing real quick is that um I agree with you on this one. I just want to oh something's not right. Um, I just want to say one thing for sure is that um, you know there there is hard it is hard for some fathers to to get um to get you know custody of their child you know and sometimes it's not worth it to deal with a situation where you know the the mother's crazy the mother's toxic you know if you're gonna have a child I mean don't get me wrong when you have a kid and with with certain certain person you have to be careful because people. They, I mean, don't get me wrong. People will change. They will change their, um, they'll change their how they how they is. Like you know, you thought they did was cool and everything, and then boom, they they switch up on you. You know, and that's one of the worst things. Be with all toxic people, to 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 do that. And don't get me wrong. I I can't like defend the father or defend, um, like you know these women that be messing around with the wrong guys, especially the bad boys and stuff like that. It's that's just them. That's just them if they um end up on that situation. I can't, I can't blame anybody, but um at the end of the day, the father needs to know that he needs to fight, try to fight for the kid. If he can't, then uh, there's nothing much he could do. He has to he has to go back and try to uh, look out for the kid. But you know, some people don't care. They just will, will leave right off the bat to save their own mental, like mentally, to their own health because it is very stressful being a father. Some people uh, think that it always uh, on the on like on the father's shoulder, but it takes two people because stress has been going on. Stress has been happening between the from you know the mother and the father, and it takes two people to handle the situation, not one. And that's a, that's something I just want to speak out on. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, when I when I think about what you just said, looking from that perspective, you're right, man. Um, 
it, it does take two. It does take two. Um, that's and and that where it comes back to where what we're talking about, and you know, in the um about fatherhood and the attack we have on masculinity right now. They want to say a kid can have two fathers, a kid can have two mothers, and it's like, yo, this shit is so deep. If you know, like, for anybody who's, like, I'm not necessarily like a religion. If you even look in the Bible, it said that God made a woman with a man's wrist. The man's wrist. That's how deep it is, man. That is how deep it is. Like, yo, it is always going to, to me, like, I'm never going to budge off of that foundation. I feel like there's some things that a woman can do for a child, and I feel like there's some things a man can do for a child. But when you have just a, a child with a father and a father and a mother and a mother, you're hurting that child because they can't be both. It doesn't matter how much a a, a, a tough woman who thinks she's a man um, can pretend to be a man at the end of the day. She's not a man, and she does not have a, mi- a man's mindset. She wasn't born a man, so she will never understand what it takes to be a man. And for a gay man who thinks he's a woman, you don't know what it's like to be a woman. You ain't got no periods. You you ain't you ain't hold no baby in your stomach. You don't understand the range of emotions that women have. You can never be a woman. So this false promoting is about oh yeah, let them have um um kids. They can raise kids. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. It's another man made thing, just like Valentine's Day is. But I had to throw that shit in there, clip it. <laughs> Valentine's Day is a man-made holiday, bro. Like, um, if you are, um, I gotta, I gotta let some people know, dog. If you wait for, for um, Valentine's Day to love, uh, people in your life or significant others in your life, you gotta fucking be ashamed of yourself, man. That is something you have to do throughout the year. Don't make it one stupid day. If you, if you actually really, really pay attention, it's just a marketing tactic that they have. Think about how much chocolate is sold on Valentine's Day. That's probably where they get their bread and butter. They're like, you know what? Let's make a permanent holiday for Valentine's Day. People can buy chocolates, flowers, and damn cars. Come on, people. Come on, people. Let's use our brains here. Come on. Like, you can't keep falling for this stuff. You can buy chocolate any day of the week. But for some reason on Valentine's Day, you remember to buy chocolate. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Go um, But, yeah, yeah, clipping um. Yeah, kid, this is this is deep, man, because we're both men, and we understand. Like, if I was not a real good man, or I didn't believe in my values as, as a man, I wouldn't be a good homeboy to you. Like, how we been, man? We've been we've known each other since we were like uh, um, seven years old. <laughs> twenty years yeah. later, for me, you know, twenty years later, we still homeboys. You know, it's cause we're, we're we're real men. Real men, they have foundation. They believe in loyalty. They believe in respect. They believe in uh, being there, the people that they um, love, you know, always having your homeboys back because we're having that issue right now in the, you know, in the black community with with, with um with, with black guys. We, we don't always have each other's backs. We're very selfish. We don't care about anyone but ourselves. And and that and that's a, an Achilles heel in our community. We got to get better at that, man. Um, we all need to get 